Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. Sunderland get back to winning ways. They bounce back to an extent, we'll say, from Tuesday night's defeat against Plymouth with a 1-0 win against Shrewsbury. I'm Roy Fallow, joined, as always, by Matthew Keelan. Hello. Hi. How are we, Matthew? You didn't <laughs> see your line, so I'll say it for you. Uh, um, oh, I'm delighted, Rory. After that stimulating performance, yeah, um, dear me, like I don't want to. Like you feel weird doing a, a pod when you've won and been deflated in that, but we're terrible, aren't we? It, it was such a strange performance, wasn't it? Because let's, to be fair, the first what half an hour, thirty-five minutes, we were quite good. We looked yeah. much sharper, and you were like. Oh right, there's there's a reaction here. Like there's this is much better than Tuesday at least. And obviously we we got the goal. Um, yeah, let's let's get the positives. Yeah. Um, let's let's start really positive. Really long, nice dude. goal from from Charlie White. Another goal for Charlie White. Um, uh, I'm going to say it, Matthew, a Niall Quinn esque header. It from was. Charlie White. It was actually, wasn't it? That's very. That's that's really good. That uh, it was a lovely header. It was a really nice header. Keep were like floundering. Like oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but like, um, was a nice header though. Like he was never getting there, the goalkeeper either, because he was no. like flat-footed. And I think it's almost caught him out. It was a lovely, lovely goal, and uh, you were hoping that well, early goal, like let's kick on and and put a few away. But yeah, just let's capitalize on this. Yeah, and and white well white went through, didn't he? Just after. Yeah, what do you make of that one? Because well, he, he he did he made a good run, to be fair, and right idea yeah. to knock it round the keeper, but he was never going to get on the end of it quick enough, was he, to be able no. to turn it in? He, he should have checked himself, shouldn't he, and, just, and maybe try to find O'Brien, who was darting into the middle. Just have a bit of intelligence, really, and like <laughs> composure. Like, just stop, stop, check back, and and you can play, you can play him in because. The, the the keeper was miles away, and their defenders that had run back had just ran to the line, so that yeah, there was no totally one running, panicked, there was no one running with White, who then panicked himself <laughs> and made a well a hash of it, and that was kind of it really in terms. But of there was like, a similar there was a similar one with Jack Diamond where he almost got played in as well, and again, oh, and the keeper of, got there first. Is that that one? 
Yeah, but they kind of bottled broke. that, I thought, a bit, the, the tackle. Yeah, well, he got a second bite at it, didn't he, when he yeah. th- the move sort of broke down, then it got back when he could have had a shot, actually, yeah. and elected not to. Um, funny performance from Jack Diamond, actually, while yeah. while we're on him. Um, it's split opinion in our group chat, so interesting to know. Um, I've not like really checked Twitter or anything to see what people make of it, but I think for, for all, he was getting into good positions today. He just wastes the opportunities. His yeah. cross is barely... A, barely threatening, barely beating the first, like not beating the first man rather at times. And it's all well and good if you're getting in those areas. But, and yeah, fair enough, not everything's going to come off, but nothing was coming off. Is it it maybe time to rotate him out, maybe? I wouldn't have had him in the team today, to be honest. I don't, uh, yeah, he gets into the the areas, but like you might as well not bother because... He doesn't do anything when he's there. He's crossing, as you say, is poor. He's got no composure, which is weird because the goal he scored against Lincoln was really composed. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but he, other than that, he's shown no composure whatsoever. Like when he had that couple, of, he had that shot. Of, well, the, when he should have had the shot. Sorry, um, yes. there was another time where he tried to put like some weird cross crossover and just did nothing. He just didn't. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just don't. Like yeah, he's a handful and that, and he gets into. He's quick. He's but... he, like that's why I think he maybe retained a place in the side because yeah. who else has got pace in well, our? Well. You know, without Lyndon Gooch out of our forwards, who have we got? Who offers us a bit of pace? So well, we maybe Elliot Embleton, yeah. but, he, but he's it, the only one. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know with him. I don't really see what. I thought he played well at Lincoln. He did okay. It's. Home to hole, maybe. He's quite bright. Yeah. Um, but, he, yeah, he's... Uh, nah, not for me. Yeah, I think, you know, he's, he's a young player. He, he's going to have spells, so just get him get him rotated out for for a little bit. Um, and I don't necessarily know who for, like, if, if Lyndon Gooch, hopefully he'll be available at least next weekend if he isn't on Tuesday okay, night. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, big game against against Ipswich. Yeah, um, right. Who I, I'm not sure how they got on dicks. They, they got there. beat. Uh, oh, off Peterborough. Yeah, one 0 I think. Okay. Um, so, oh well. Hopefully, they're going in a bit, a bit downbeat. Although it might not matter if we play like we did for about 65, uh, 60 minutes as as we did today. Because after that, like you're saying, Matthew. That was about it from Sunderland in terms of positivity. Shrewsbury could count themselves. Quite unlucky to not go in at half time 1 1. Um, shot over the bar, I think, was from Leon Clark, which credit to Grant Ledbetter, he got back really well and put him off. Um, good save from Lee Burge from a chance where one of their lads burst through and beat a couple of players, but it looked worryingly familiar, didn't it, when we went in at half time that it was going to go the way games went under her. Not haven't just gone under Lee Johnson, but have gone under Phil Parkinson. Have gone under Jack Ross. It looked like it had one-one written all over it for a while, didn't it? Well, they'll be if you Shrewsbury now. You'd be like you'd be gutted. You haven't got anything from that because we did literally nothing positive in the second half at <laughs> all. It was well that second half performance was one of the worst performances I've seen since we since we came down. Like, yeah, I mean, in, 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 in terms of a half a football, take yeah, a half yeah. a football out, and say obviously the fact I know we won the game, and like there's there's a positive in there that we've we've got back to winning ways and that, but that half a football was dis- was disgraceful, 
it was they were slow, they were second to everything. They couldn't put two passes together at one point. Absolutely, no, we, we were just just no threat. Whatsoever. We played for forty five minutes, like you would for maybe the last five. Because fair enough, you're going to have those games where you've got to grind them out, yeah. and and maybe you know the, the the opposition might get in, or they might have a ten minute spell, like. That's absolutely fine. That is going to happen now and again, and sometimes happens against teams that you don't expect. But you shouldn't be having a full second half like that, where we don't even create anything. You'd think if they were trying their hand a little bit more like that, it would open up a bit for us, yeah. and we'd be able to grind out some opportunities. But we just we we weren't at all. And and actually, to be fair, they didn't look. They didn't really have many clear cut sort of goal scoring opportunities did no. they? I thought the centre halves um more so Bailey Wright in the second half actually. I thought he was cutting some stuff stuff out quite well, but McFadzian continues to be a worry, doesn't he? They yeah. again the start of that second half they were targeting the left hand side massively. I um I really worry if we don't bring a full back if a left back in because they Shrewsbury um really quite poor and had a field day against him. So if we've yeah. got to play, you know, if we've got to go and play games against Ipswich and Portsmouth and Peterborough and Hull again, and if we've got to play them teams with him at left back, I really worry that because yeah. he's not he's not good enough. He's not good enough to play against these teams. Um, oh no, absolutely. So I'm not. really be hugely concerned if we don't bring in a left back and. Some either a striker or someone to link between the striker and the midfield because there's just no there's just nothing going on. Like that second half was just it just existed without us being even involved. Yeah. Well, we Ian O'Brien he started really well and then just became non-existent just as, in the second as half the game and, went on, which is really frustrating. He did all right in the first half, you know he he. He was bright, and he, he at least he was getting into positions. He was quite he's quite tenacious, isn't he? You'd say. Yeah, and he always looks for it as well, and he and, and he's he trying to, to. Yeah, he's trying to link things up, isn't he? he? Put a good ball in that I think Wyke and McGeady both just couldn't quite get onto in the in the yeah. first half from from the right hand side. He was, I thought he was all right, and and hopefully you know he can keep building on that because he has been better recently, but. Yeah. The the performance generally, like <laughs> we could probably talk for ages on the fact that we were told, or the general feeling among supporters was, anyone can do better with this squad than Phil Parkinson. Mm. And Johnson, you know, I said this on Thursday on the preview pod, we're not expecting miracles, but this isn't any better than under Parkinson performance-wise. And, and let's be fair, Parkinson, for grinding out similar wins like this early in the season against better opposition at times, well, the likes of Peter Brill, the yeah, likes of Ipswich, it. he was getting a lot of stick, wasn't he? And if we're not seeing, again, not expecting miracles, but we expect a bit of improvement when you change manager. I, I, I don't know. It's... it's a, the, there's always going to be a little bit of pressure on Johnson if he's not making us look that little bit more convincing, like he did against Lincoln. Yeah, and I, like I remember saying on a pod after the uh, a game earlier in the season that I wasn't concerned because we were grinding out wins, but we were doing it every week. Yeah. Now we're not really, and like I know we've won, and the thing is we've won the game, so that'll obviously cut 
Johnson a lot of slack for what was a fairly wretched performance. Let's be f- like frank about it. And again, I'm not saying like it's on the manager totally. And but you'd, we've almost like we've sacked Parkinson, and yeah, you know, we needed to. I think because it was going nowhere, was it? It was fairly turgid uh, yeah, towards the end, and I think it was the right decision. But it's almost as if like your telly was on the blink, so you've turned it off. And you've turned it back on again, and it hasn't really fixed it. It's just sort of like still works. Like there's like there's a little bit of static. Yeah. Say, so, oh well, have you tried turn it off and turn it back on? I go, well, yeah, I have, but it, it still isn't really working. Like it's just sort of the same. So it's like it's almost like the game. There's just non-events, really. Yeah, like, they are. It's like text, like heard from my dad and. He said, oh, well, you know, like, we're one and that's the main thing. And I said, well, it is, but I, I guess it comes back to the whole situation we're in. It's not really, like, I'm not infused by that this afternoon. <laughs> like, if we'd have won mm-hmm. 6-0 or something, mm-hmm. you know, it brightens your day a little bit. That was a chore, watching that. I've, I'm, a, I'm annoyed. <laughs> Do you think if fans were in the ground, to be fair, though, even though things got a bit nail-biting at times... The, it maybe would have been able to lift the players yeah. a little bit more and, and, and push them on. And, and you know that people might say, well, the professional footballers, they shut all that out. I'm sorry if you've got like 30,000 people, which probably would have been in the ground today, like giving you a lift, that, that that's going to raise your game a little bit. Especially like, look, Chris Maguire comes on off the yeah. bench and is fairly anonymous, but and actually showed for the ball quite a lot, to be fair. I'm not like having a dig at him, but. You know, he he tries those those little things, and you know, just maybe it it pushes you ten yards further up the pitch, and it just we we talked about this on Thursday, but I think it's just dispelling that myth even more that the Sunderland supporters are the problem for yeah. making the players sit back deeper and getting more nervous and stuff like that. You know, it's <laughs> I think the fans could have could have made a positive difference today. Actually, I uh, no, I agree. The um, I think it was one of the games where. Um, the crowd would make a difference. Sort of, you know, the games like this where you come back out after half time and they've they've had the first fifteen minutes and then they'll they'll have a chance and miss and then the crowd collectively like will there'll be like a roar and it'll be like a galvanizing yep. right. Well, come on, like that was their spell, and the crowd almost can play a role in ending their spell of pressure and like their absolutely their, when there's just not like the players and it's not really an excuse, but. You know, there's the old you're the twelfth man saying, and it does mm-hmm. it does have a, a an effect on the game, and that's the sort of game it does. I think the the games like the whole game and that, and not so much because they're very tight anyway, and like the could the, the games that could go either way. I feel, and not so much. There's, there's, a, there's a tension, yeah. yeah. Whereas these games, you know, the it's like almost like almost the expectancy if you will like yeah like come on like you should be doing better than this lads like this isn't good enough Shrewsbury yeah yeah I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Whereas I think it almost, innate, like with no fans in a game like this, the players kind of almost forget who they're playing against and they think, well, we're winning and it's fine. And it's just like becomes, these games just become training games and that's what it felt like. And I think that's why we need players like Grant Ledbetter in the side. He was excellent today, by the way. He was. Uh, uh, he he sets a standard, and yeah, maybe it wasn't there for large parts today. And I, I bet he was frustrated with some of his teammates' performances, um, to an extent at least. But you need that raising of standards in the side, and, and you know as well as being a leader and a big character. So like you know, him Max Power does fulfills a similar type of role okay as well. Fullback. Oh, yeah, broadly, fine. so fine. I mean, fell like, over, which no is quite one. funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, oh, need need to have a mention. Actually, while we're talking about falling over, we we said Jack Down was quite poor, but when he mugged off Donald Love, yeah, that was good. In the first yeah. half. That Love was really now. good, wasn't it? <laughs> was Donald really Love fun. is um, even worse than I remember. By the way. <laughs> I love how they um, kept him on when he was going to get taken off for that long throw. I know. As well. I know. Hey, well, he nearly scored, didn't he, as well? Not from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, oh, God, imagine that. that, that I would've probably would have... Um, yeah, I don't think I'd have watched it ever again. <laughs> but also, it would have because it would have been the peak. Like, Donald would have been. I would have probably us. had to just support Shrewsbury. Yeah, absolutely. Should anyway, because nice, of Donald. Nice Club. place to be fair. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't been actually. When have you? When did you go to to one of the recent games against? No, I've them? just been. I just remember having been to Shrewsbury. Uh, fair enough. Quite nice. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Let's all go to Shrewsbury when uh, when we're allowed. Better than Plymouth. Uh, I've not been to Plymouth either, to be fair. But you went, you went to that for yeah, football, didn't you? For football, yeah. For um, for a look, you wouldn't go to Plymouth just. I went just for a look about, like. Uh... Actually, that is the type of thing you would do. I'm forgetting who I'm talking to. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I think that's the first thing you should do when uh, lockdown restrictions. Could do, like go to Plymouth could for do. a look. Could do. Maybe well. we'll do. A f- we do our sister podcast from there, couldn't we? I was going to say, we could do a feature, yeah, where we just go to Plymouth. We could just go and watch Plymouth. Could go on, right? Like, I was going say that, like, after the lockdown ends and we're allowed to go, I'm going to go to places that I don't even really like. I'm going to go to pubs that I don't really like. People will be like, shall we go to, do you fancy a pint? I'm going here. Oh, well, I don't really like it, but yes, because I can. <laughs> I'm making the most of this while yeah. I can. I never, I never know when the mic close again. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit of balance because we did a character assassination of him on Thursday. I thought Josh Scorn, to be fair, was quite improved today. Mm. He looked maybe like he'd had a bit of a kick up the ass. Who knows? Maybe he was listening to us. Um, probably wasn't. Hope he wasn't. Um, he was. But I, I thought he was um, winning the ball back quite well. Never stopped again, just looking to break things up and just... He did have a shot after 30 seconds, which is quite terrible. And I thought, well, here we go then. <laughs> the Josh Scowan wagons rolled yeah. back in. But no, I thought he was um, actually quite a little a little bit better. Not spectacular, but hopefully that's 
something for him to build upon because Lee Johnson clearly quite likes him given he was he was left in the side at the expense of Carl Winchester, of course, Matthew. Well, well you know, we um it's nice to see Winchester come on. We, um we are quite lucky to have a player like him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why are we so lucky to have him? Do you want to explain? I just when you when you've got someone like 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 Winchester his fairly needs managing correctly and like obviously he was one of the shining stars of the Forest Green side. Um mainly though it goes back to his international debut against Wales. Which you can hear more about on from the Terraces podcast. Um, <laughs> what a fantastic bit of synergy that was. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah, we are lucky to have Carl Winchester. We are lucky to have Carl Winchester. Um, we'd be lucky to have some more signings as well. You did touch on that, Matthew, earlier. No, there's no real sort of rumblings of, of much at the minute. Um, I'm willing to be corrected on that if, if I've missed something today. But you were saying we could do with something in the more forward areas. But we also saw Luke 9 come on yeah. today as well. So hopefully that's him ready to maybe not necessarily start on Tuesday, but maybe come on a little bit earlier. Um, Dad said to me after the game, you know, you look at that, you look at Lyndon Gooch to come back yeah. into the side as well. So... You know, we, we have won today, so let's try and look at this situation a bit positively. Nope. If we've got those players to come back in... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's, it's more stupid to be positive at the minute, man. Okay, so this oh, guy, oh, this, this, this is your friend, yeah. Um, New dawn for so, us. <laughs> <laughs> so if we've got these players to come back in, and we've ground out a win today... And again, we have to build on it. I know this could all be irrelevant come like nine o'clock on, on Tuesday night, or I, I don't know what the kickoff time is, but you, you take my point. I think it's quarter away because it's on Sky. Oh, I so forgot I, it was on Sky. I oh, think... great. I've got now TV. I don't have to pay for streaming. I know, yeah, I don't have to buy. Hey! <laughs> There's a positive already. <laughs> no offense to Frankie Francis for Sky. And Danny I watched it on Sky Q. Oh, hey, get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited now. But yes, yeah, so we've got those players to come back in. We we're seventh now, actually, as oh, well. We're only wow. a point. We're a point behind Charlton, who was who was sixth. Um, and we have two games they in. They were two 0 down. Home to Swindon. So they also, if they didn't come back, we would have would have scored. Gone above in, them. Yeah, they scored in the last minute. They were they're in a rotten run of form. Oh, damn me. Um, yeah, I'm, I think the table. I'm looking at's been updated, but let's just let's just say it has been. Um, no, we are seventh. Hull- like if that's if if that if we're seventh and Charlton are sixth, that's right because we were. But I checked the live table, but it, oh, had, okay. it hadn't updated Charlton's result, and we were sixth. Right, so if we're seventh, oh, we that's 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 right. Oh, okay. Um, when you when you look a bit further up, it's not for as much pleasing reading to be fair, because no. we're three points behind Doncaster, but they've actually played two games less. Um, we are five points behind Portsmouth, same amount of games as them. They got bodied um, today, though. They got absolutely hammered. Yes, of Hull, who Hull are now top on goal difference, but they're on forty five. Um, they've played a game more than us, so we're nine points behind them. So just start putting some results together, lads. Yeah. Like the fact that we've been so shit. And you know could easily finish in the playoff places. Could easily finish in the playoffs. Yeah. Says everything. I mean, Crew. When we beat Crew a few weeks ago, a few months ago, <laughs> and was still in charge. <laughs> I know. It feels, you feels still like go to the you still go to the pub when we played Crew. Or... <laughs> Jesus, could we? And we didn't watch it in the pub. I remember watching that in the house. That's no. terrible. So it was seven o'clock. They're, so they're level on points with us now, Crew, and they were awful then. <laughs> It shows how weak the division is, and again, if we can get those players back in, if we can, like Gooch, like O9, if we can get a couple of sign-ins, 
and just be basically competent, maybe it's not a write-off, Matthew. Maybe it's not a write-off. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't want to be shot down enough for being all negative and stuff. And I, I agree with you. Like, it's it's a miracle that we're still more than within a shout of even of even going up automatically. We're not. I mean, we're not going to. But like, we 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 could feasibly do that. It, it, it's yes. Yeah. Like less stupid things have happened. Um. It's it. It just makes me more annoyed about it though, and like less like. That where we have been, like this league is so bad, and we just continue to not be ten points clear of at the top of it. Like mm-hmm. the teams we played, man, the Shrewsbury, we, we made them look half decent. They're they're terrible. Like they're just a collection of like like Leon Clark playing up front, who's like sixty. Yeah, like, yeah, just awful. And he he like Wright did okay in the second half. Like Willis had a bit of a nightmare. And he just bullied them, though. Like, they, they, we're getting, we're getting like, we're making terrible players and awful teams look all right. And we're grinding yeah. results out. And you're right, like what you said, definitely that there are going to be, like, and it happened. It happened when we, when we played. Look, like, grinding out a result doesn't automatically have to be against a good side, as you were saying, because when we've won leagues before under Peter Reid and stuff, we we would. The times right, we'd beat Stockport maybe one nil at home, or yeah. we'd beat Chester or York even or whatever further back. But like, we seem to just have to grind out every result. And the Wimbledon every game was one. very much the same, but we managed to catch them on the break twice at the end. Like, and we weren't a, even doing that today. Uh, nah, that's that's the worry for me. That, there, there was no, like we're grinding out games that we don't need to grind these results out. We just need to play a little bit better. Like this, yeah. we've we they're almost as if like that game today was like we were playing Aston Villa in the Premier League and we were both seventeenth and eighteenth. Yeah, and we were terrified yeah. not to lose the game, and it's just it. I just can't. Do you think that was exemplified by? And I, I actually didn't necessarily disagree with the substitution, but I think to again to go back to the comparisons with Parkinson when McGeady came off for Winchester. Um, or was it Diamond for Winchester? It was, one of, it was one of the attackers. No, it was uh, McGeady for... Oh, I can't remember. No, yeah, I think McGeady, Diamond came Mc... off for Maguire. Yeah. For Winchester, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't necessarily disagree with it because I was like, yeah, we do need to shore up the midfield a little bit, but Phil Parkinson would have been torn apart for that and yeah. it was quite an, a negative... It, w- it was a negative change, like, literally. I'm not, like, saying that as, as a dig, if, if, if you know what I mean. But... You know, if you're having to do that, and that's quite fairly with plenty of time to go against Shrewsbury, if it's you know, in 85 yeah, minutes just, on, you kind of understand it, but it just makes you think, shit, is, is, is this how difficult we're making this at the minute? It's like, there was, there's no need to do it. There's no need, is there? I get that on Tuesday night. If you know, if we're one up with 20 minutes to go at Ipswich, then yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, absolutely, but. How are lads? Come on. It needs to be... Come it, on. It, it just needs... We've won the game, and I don't want to be the person to be, oh, well, you're all negative because you've, you've won, we've won, and that's the main thing. And it, and again, it probably if we were at the game, you'd be like, well, great. But that's just not good enough. And, I, and because 
because everyone at the beginning of the season when we were winning these games against Peterborough and against Ipswich at home, it wasn't good enough for people then, so it can't be good enough now when we're playing against worse, worse teams. teams. So it, it isn't good enough. And yeah. if you if you with more work to do, if this is like well. parents' evening for Lee Johnson now, if Gary Johnson's gone to his like his history teacher, <laughs> well, you know, like Lee does get the results, but he doesn't really put the work in, and we we're a bit concerned about the end of term exams. He's performing at the minute. He's doing the bare minimum, but we yeah, know we can do better. We know we can do more. <laughs> well, on Lee Johnson's parents, even, I think we'll wrap that up there. Hopefully, this has been a platform to build on, and we'll turn over Ipswich on Tuesday night. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday to preview that one and look into this game in a little bit more detail. And then me and Matthew will be back on Thursday, hopefully smiling about a win over Ipswich and hopefully not having to do another fume pod like we had to do last <laughs> Thursday. But it's three points at least. It's an improvement on Tuesday night. So enjoy some hashtag cans tonight. And as ever, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.